Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the NXT Vengeance Day review. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick, here to review this weekend's premium live event from NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, Oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup that we complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet Sidgwick to review Vengeance Day. It feels like in terms of WWE discussions, this is kind of secondary. Um, but what did you make of the show and the big turn at the end of it? Yeah, wholly unremarkable in the stuff that matters less from NXT. I didn't think this was a particularly good night. Disagree. In ring. <laughs> uh, really like the big storyline developments. Oh, yeah. Love the big oh, my God. character moments. Love the mystery man. Oh, my God. All three of his faces, actually. Yeah. But uh, oh, the matches were mostly sucked ass. Yeah. Not a great night in ring, but I think for the first time since... September 2019. Wow. When we first started to do podcasts on this NXT malarkey, I might be higher on it than Michael Hamlet. Yeah. Main event. I was bang into it. When you said malarkey there, it reminded me of when people, there's a specific phrase, the wacky world of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> the malarkey? I bloody love this show. It was fantastic from start to end. I don't believe you when you say these words. I was I genuinely had a, such a good time watching every aspect of this show. <laughs> I was buzzing. Okay. Buzzing. Okay. Every single match I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm not lying. I've, no, I've, Hand on heart, every single match I enjoyed. <laughs> I can completely believe you. I liked it from the moment Wade Barrett showed up for commentary. Back yeah. home. <laughs> oh. I was never on it. Yeah, he was. He was, he was pre-Booker T, wasn't he? I mean, I know, was, I know he was on NXT. He's one of the forefathers. Oh, not that one. The brand. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, yeah. Did he commentate yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah, he was in the 2.0. Era. Oh, because I won Zeitgeist High. Yes. Yeah, he was. I was yes. So well, like fighting over the last stake at the uh, Golden Corral. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. Interesting <laughs> you say that, Vic, because. Reaches around for his phone in his pocket, yeah. the thing he's wrote down. Um, let's get into it then. You know what I had a memory of? What? When I go to Gateshead Interchange to get my Metro home, I never have any signal. So what I tend to do is 
do you ever take screenshots of someone saying like, oh, the song kicks ass? Mm-hmm. And you'll take the screenshot and say, I'll go through my folder one time and listen to these songs, and you rarely ever do. Yeah. And that is keep it just because it'll spark a memory, spark a uh-huh. banter. For whatever reason, there's a picture on my phone of Wesley being comforted by... It's time to play the game! Time to play, time to play the game! game. Just uh, a way back, remember when of NXT's goaded for stupid reasons like this. Wesley comforted by. So it's going to be a character. Yeah. Won't be Tony D, surely. Was it Tony D in stacks? Was it? uh, There was that. Might be. No, it's not. There was that heartbreaking week, the shoot injury week, which was just devastating. But it could be the. Anyway, guys, I'm away. So um, pre pre injury. It's pre- basically a reminder of. I oh, remember when this character existed somehow, and I miss. I think NXT's lost its way because you don't see this kind of stupidity anymore. I mean, you see a lot of stupidity, but this is different. This is different gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick myself when you say it. But I can't think who. Locker room leader Sanger. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh. Like four matches and everyone's going on for council. <laughs> and there's the sort of story where it's like, uh, you need to get more serious. We need to get the band back together in the share. And then they have two matches. Like, well, yeah, we're, we're so serious, not dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different words. You, you're safer up on Raw. Oh, speaking of dangerous, uh, let's talk about this opening match. <laughs> Good. No fault of anyone in it. Um, but the uh, dodgy ropes nearly killed Bron Breaker, basically. Aye, Bron Which would have been a shame, especially after that entrance with him and Baron Corman as the wolf dogs. Walking the Titan bikes down to the ring <laughs> like little children on big wheels. Yeah, Bron Breaker um, snapping his heat off the top rope. And like I thought when Nathan Fraser is so bloody fast. Mm. But apparently there's something else to this. Carmelo Hayes getting one when he slipped on the ropes a little bit. Apparently, as report, I think it was Fight for Select said, yeah, they were all got backstage and they were all banged off. Like, WWE, get your ring sorted. Yeah. You're the market leader. Remember, like, Finn Balor, a completely different thing, so it was gimmick, but Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm not afraid when of the, 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 the rope just came off. Yeah. It's like, I love how everyone was defending it, because everyone did. Not everyone, but, like, the mm-hmm. usual suspects did. It's like, if nothing else, you have told people you don't know how to build a ring. Yes. <laughs> How's that good? How is that good? It's before we get to the man being a fish. Mm. You can't build rings. If I'm being generous here, I know you'll do the recap momentarily. I won't. I'm running out of time. All right, okay. <laughs> if I'm being generous to this match, maybe they were all very spooked, mm. as you would yes. be, because the whole point is you are bumping, you are doing very dangerous wrestling, which is inherently dangerous no matter which style or whatever. There's always the risk that something go- could go awry. I'm thinking maybe they got spooked because this was uncharacteristically sloppy, disjointed. They just seemed like they were spooked in there. Early on, they hit that awesome Bron Breaker, pull him up in the air, and then hit a cutter. It's great, that. I remember that, but yeah, it was, for large parts, it was yeah, like you say, maybe playing it a little bit safe after it was, the... It was like a class Bron Breaker power spot. We talked about this over the desk this morning where he does the old Razor Ramon sackish like throw and he throws both yes. um, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams at the same time. And it should be great. But it was preceded by Trick catching Melo. And then you know on Police Squad where they would like parody American sitcom credits where they would freeze frame and them all smiling. But in Police Squad they were all just stood still. <laughs> yes. yeah. And it's like, God, this is going on so long as the credits roll. 
that was what Trick and Mello were doing. Uh, just started, anyone going to do anything? No, all and Bron's like, oh, yeah. And he picked him up and hoid him. And then he's like, he's back. He's yeah. class. Bron was great in this. Again, he's having these. Um, it's sort of nice how it's worked out for him, actually, because the babyface run wasn't ultimately like it did fall away. But I think it was just because people were a little bit bored of the same thing. This is a much better babyface that we're going to get out of Bron. Steiner's Bronco. a good tag wrestler. Well, mm, yeah. It's crazy. But turning heel, sort of being turned babyface while working as a heel is the best way to turn babyface. Yeah. People just want to cheer you. They've kind of like really come round here. I think he's improved his offense anyway. Like if and when he ends up on Raw tonight or however his main roster thing works out, this, like... We oh, yeah, he's got a tag title shot now. Well, indeed. Grown real affection for these two. Oh, I love him. What a pairing. You got to, I don't know why you're excited about that tag team title shot. Well, I'm hoping because of that exact reason. They're like, well, we can't put the tag titles on him because he's going up to the main roster. So yeah, another few weeks with a band. We're getting closer and closer to. Uh, I don't um, know why you want to keep this going. Uh, I think <laughs> the show's in uh, April's called Stand and Deliver. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you hear what um, Ava talked about? By the way, Who? they were running through. Uh, she hasn't got a certain name. She's Rock's daughter, and she's the general manager of NXT, of course. Now, it's funny um, how things going well in that family lately, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Do you reckon, uh, oh yeah, so did you see the bit where they did like, they were like, wow, what a, what a great show, Ava. Thanks so much for putting this on. She was like, yeah, it's going great. We've got, like, they're doing a TV special for, I think, Roadblock or mm -hmm. whatever. And then obviously, what? well, no, I'm going to get, I want to get to the, I'm going to don't care. I'm going to plow through the, uh, because we're getting to, <laughs> we're That's getting like to, a funny name for it. in the future. No, I, well, I haven't got time to think about it today. So we're too busy. We've got to talk, got to talk quickly because we've got to get to the SmackDown review. We're talking about, we want Cody and all that bollocks. Um, but coming up soon, because she advertised it, taking it on the road and it's the battleground. You're grounded. Battleground. <laughs> Just like, it's coming back round again. The power never goes away. Now, right. does it? it doesn't need to come back. It's always there. Uh, but yes, Mello shoving Trick out of the way to eat this. Would you do that for him? Or would you do that for him? I'd do it for Sitch. I would do it for Humphrey. Look at that. That's true friendship. Absolutely. And for me? Okay. Um, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Mello uh, eating the spear, which, yeah, look, that's a finisher. Um, yep. To give uh, the Wolf Dogs a one, two, three, and the, the Dusty Cup win. But I'm just Baron Corbin's Imagine turning around and saying... But a couple of months ago, Baron Corbin's going to win the Dusty Cup, so and we're going to be absolutely jazzed about yeah, it. Yeah, Baron well, Corbin's face when he looks up, having done the spot where Bron arm drags him over the top, and he kind of like I know it's that whole thing about wrestler got to find the camera. I don't think he's find the camera. I think he's just looking. Like, did you say that? <laughs> I'm Baron Corbin. Did you say that? It's like he just he comes in, hits the odd like deep six, whatever, and I was like, is this? the best tag teams I've ever seen. I love them. I think they're the best. Yeah, it's really clicked. Yeah. Really bit of magic. Mm -hmm. uh, then we got the no DQ match. Joe Gacy versus Dijak. I love Dijak. He's the best. Do Joe Gacy has... Got himself into trouble on X again with his stupid posting. Oh. Uh, Dijak. What's he done this time? He said something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you all want Cody, but uh, I don't need to shut up about it because it overshadows the guys from NXT, which kind of defeats the point. And it's like, are you trying to make a political enemy again? <laughs> like, are you that stupid? <laughs> and he's not going to make a political friend, is he, like, in The Rock? Hey, wait a minute. Uh, Brian, make sure you uh, put something on the docket for T-Bar, yeah? Anyway, <laughs> got to fly. Just gets on the jet, the last thing he's thinking about. Die Jack is exactly the kind of guy... That the rock would banter off with, yeah. his, with the standard routine. But then again, I suppose he could just put die Jack. We're inside. Take those sunglasses off. <laughs> so you wear a duster. Huh? <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I'm not the rock. I'm not Brian Gewirtz. <laughs> um, 
But this you was, are a duster. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> this was so much fun. From the Home Alone spot with the toys on the table. Cobra looking ass. To, uh, to Joe Gacy hitting offense whilst he's got a bin on his head. To, as you point out, Joe Gacy being unable to do the Undertaker sit-up spot very casually. I'd like I felt a bit of sympathy for him at that moment, not least because I can't. Oh out, yeah, I can't get out of bed in the morning. I haven't got a bin on my head, but like he's obviously he's supposed to do. Like Dijak's supposed to be shocked. How is he getting back up? And he's like, well, you should know. And you had about ten minutes while his legs wiggled. He's got a bin on his head. It's really hard. But then not only that, like he's he's knocked out, but he's still getting up. Like he's, you can see him grabbing onto the bin for a bit of leverage. <laughs> a nice idea, but and the running into him with the bin on his head was funny. Oh, what a spot! But, that looked like it hurt as well. Like yeah. the edges. I tell you what, I was disappointed by this because Dijak had tweeted, um, "TV PG, ha ha ha, good luck with that sh- with the match graphic." And I thought, you know what? Maybe the plan to go full ham with this because Dijak versus Dragunov mm-hmm. was a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Gacy is like a pretty, he's a hardcore specialist who's just spent four years doing spooky stuff. And this is like kind of his first singles match. I thought they were going to go all out. This is every plunder brawl you've ever seen. It was like, I would describe it as accidentally good at best. They did the usual spot where so stupid when he's like upturning the toy soldiers. Yeah. And then he just decided to put loads of it on the table. Then loads of it flew off. Then he coalesced all the <laughs> literal toys together. And then Dijak just does a diving header onto the corner of the table. This is everything. <laughs> so it's like, that looked like it really sucked to take. Yeah. See the picture of his elbow afterwards as well. Yeah, what an idiot. Um, I, it just, it was just pretty tepid. The comedy didn't land for me. And Gacy's character is so awful. Like, he's a good wrestler, but his character is so awful that no one's going to sympathize with him. The slapstick was just poor. This is just misjudged. His face at the end. That's how I looked at the end of this match. Gacy, when he was just so happy. That's how I looked when this when the bell rang. There was a bit, I'll just keep it in you. We feast your eyes. Job done. He was walloping Dijak with the kendo sticks, right? Really hard. And it still wasn't getting that big a reaction, but he was hitting him to try and get one yeah. anyway. And then one of the kendo sticks broke. And he put it in his mouth, like, to do this big sort of glare and this big, like, wide-eyed smile, like, I love this. It was a little bit ECW Tommy Dreamer. You know, like, yeah. and tea with a mouth full of kendo. I was like, I should, I, I'm not supposed to be pitying you yeah, in your current yeah. position, but I am. I am. Who's next for Dijak? Von Wagner? We've already done it, done it? Yeah. Uh, so is Dijak going for a tie? He's done... Uber Femi. I was about to say, yeah, could you yeah. reckon they could do that? Yeah, that could be a load of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Matt. Yeah, that's the look of a man who couldn't give it to us. Do you like Dijak? I don't. Yeah, I don't care about. Oh, fantasy book Dijak? No, not really. Call him up. See what that looks like. Come on, he's been in developmental for seven years, <laughs> yeah. and he also has been up before, just not as. Yeah, as Dijak this time. Yeah. Um, probably match of the night came next. It was the D'Angelo family versus OTM six-person mixed tag. This is bad. Oh, disagree. Uh, I loved every <laughs> second of this. Um, Stacks yet again showcasing why he's the the real workhorse of the family. Tony, say that, but the best spot was done from uh, the Riz. The Riz, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Riz, I was about to say the Riz, future main event, are right there. Um, Tony D'Angelo, go obviously, uh, and a win for greatest win for the of all time, comma obviously. Just I loved it. I was jazzed that the, right, the this match absolutely the sucked. This would be quiet. This match was absolutely terrible. If you haven't watched it, and obviously Will wants too lazy to do his job today, it would see my kids in my doing an extra podcast. There's a spot <laughs> where the whole idea is right. We've just done the heat. Now all the baby faces are back in the ring. 
You got your body? Yeah, yeah. You got your body? Yeah. Let's all punch them together. And they just did the punches at all the wrong time. It just was absolutely abysmal. A hockey fight uppercut, wasn't it? A hockey fight uppercut with all the goodies getting the baddies and they all did it at the wrong time. Just do a countdown. Yeah. And it looked like they were lining themselves up in the ring to do like when you see these matches, especially like in agenda ones where it's like a triple suplex or a quadruple suplex or something. So not only... They're doing a bad job of the punches. Like, oh, here comes like a, they're going to link arms in a massive suplex. Nah, just punching, <laughs> and it makes you think. Oh, so they've not got really much faith in the wrestlers to. Just, I, lo- I love just Stacks. too fast, soulless, generic wrestling. I love Stacks. Um, you don't have to be nice about him. He said he, he couldn't unfortunately make it today. Well, it's been Genuinely good. though, you did say it's just not coming. What, what did he say? He was rough or something. Yeah, I think he's partying so hard. He's been. Yeah, that's fair enough. He's been in the club. Straight to the club. Um, but he'll be back tomorrow so we can get all the thoughts from him then. I, I just, these family matches are never good. They're pretty no, cool, they're aren't they? Um, D'Angelo family win. Go on to um, probably the main event of the next pay-per-view, I'd say, against uh, Wolf Dogs. One more time, what was that again? Hmm? What was the next one? I can't uh, isn't it Roadblock? Did we do Roadblock last year? Um, well, that's that's my, my time to do it. Beep, beep. Ah! Roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> done it He's again. done it again. He's done it again. <laughs> uh, from which um, arena did this show emanate? Oh, oh, oh. Huh. F&M Bank Arena. More like S&M Bank Arena. No, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's good value. Speaking of which... Just off the topic of, you know, wrestling. Um, Chase U calendar, already sold out, obviously. Mm-hmm. But more importantly than all that, congratulations to them. Fantastic. Always good to see Chase U back, you know, trending upwards. Riley Osborne's got Thea Hale to be his Valentine. Oh, my God. This was uh, face of God stuff, this for me. Maybe yep. if, there are any, if there are any listeners, face of God stuff, piss off. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to get that's my bit. Say if there are any listeners who want to who watch the show and want to get our thoughts on the show, um, and say for example they just skipped through the entrances and just got to the matches. Yeah. What actually happened? Um, so for the, for the listeners, so they're there. The the calendars are flying off the shelves, yep. um, flying off WWE shop quite clearly. Out of stock now. I went sell out because I went probably to, sold about ten. I went to buy one this morning. All gone. I think I would have paid shipping from America. I don't care. You're going to wait for the restock? That horny. 100%. No, I I want some nice decorations. I was going to get all of us. All of us want probably. Um, Kitchen. Ten OB kids. There you go. Um, But yeah, and they're there and they're going, this is going so great. And it like, things can't really get any better. And JC Jane was sort of negging a little bit. She wasn't happy. No, she's like, oh, Jasmine's here. She's been fantastic. And uh, Carl Petrovich has been knocking about as well. So whatever. Bit off there, but hey, she's safe, Chase you, so she's kind of got a bit of a free pass. So, uh, completely zoned out. How are the Valentines? I've not got to that yet. All oh, right, okay, thank and you. And then uh, they go, what, what a great time. And then it's like, oh, you know, Riley Osborne sort of shuffles up, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Will you be my Valentine? She played quite cool, to be honest. The well, Hale. This is thing, because like Jace's taught her through the teachings of cool. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why she's not best pleased about this. She's like, Hang on, like I uh, brought you along here, and it was to keep you in check, not to let you, not to let you fly. Yeah, straight into match against bird person. So. I think they should move NXT to to go head to head with Dynamite next week, 14th of February, Valentine's. I mean, it'll just it destroy oh, yeah. in the ratings. We want to see. We've had Valentine's NXTs before, haven't we? Like rest I feel like we've had wrestlers on dates in restaurants. Oh, wait. So that's kind of 
it's fine. I was worried for a second there, Sige, that you know they wouldn't have anything to do because it would be the day before Valentine's Day. But Pancake Tuesday in it, so that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Wondering. Why? Why? Uh, what we get was say that for the preview. I was going to book a pancake spot. <laughs> yes. Uh, when do you want to talk about the Kazuchiro Okada tease? You want to do that now? <laughs> yeah, go on then. There was a, in between one of the uh, brilliant yeah. matches on this show. There was a, a sort of Japanese proverb that appeared just in text. A man has three faces: the one the world sees, the one his family sees, and the real one that no one sees but shows the evil he possesses. Yep. So, um, Ricardo's going to AW. So, re- go one after another, the three faces. One the world sees. The Rainmaker, because it's Ricardo. One his family sees. Uh, little Kazu. The, the guy one. who does the boat stuff. Yep. And, uh, the Candid Kazu. Yep. And the real one that no one sees, but shows the evil he possesses. Okay, so, I'm TNA. People have seen it. The evidence is there. <laughs> it could be, from what I understand, one of 80% of the stardom roster. Yeah. <laughs> No, it could be. Right. I t- I, the font was, I'm pretty sure, available on like a basic yeah. office package <laughs> called like Chicken Scratch or something like that. Jesus Christ. It's very, very low rent, wasn't it? It doesn't matter it now. brilliant. I've got a Kazuchi Ricardo tease in my show notes. So tick, tick, motherfucking tick. <laughs> cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, then we got uh, the triple, well, not yet, actually, the NXT Women's Championship mm. match, um, which initially was going to be Lyra Valkyria versus Roxanne Perez. I will say, just before I went to bed last night, I was very tempted to stay up uh, for this because I saw uh, Lyra Valkyria being interviewed as she showed up for the pay, obviously, and uh, bloody Tatum Paxley still next to she's like, what the hell are you doing here? She's just not learning. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Um, but yeah, midway through the match, I think maybe Roxanne Perez had hit a pop rocks yep, or something. That was yeah, what kicked it off. Lola, I, I thought it was Paxley initially mm-hmm. when there was like some commotion, someone else getting involved. But it was Lola Vice running down with her breakout tournament contract to cash in a la WrestleMania and make this a triple threat match. Um, kick some people's head off, did Lola Vice? Mm-hmm. Not really. And uh, most of them missed by miles. Tatum Paxley. Gives me no joy because I'm a Lola Vice guy. Mm. In the end, Tatum Paxley uh, cost Roxanne Perez the match, uh, took her out of it, broke up some pinfalls, and Lyra Valkyrie managed to hit a finish and retain the NXT Women's Championship. I've got three things to say about this. 
Okay. Number one, what an idiot Lola Vice is as uh-huh. a character. So I did her no favors whatsoever. Number two, this was a competent, if boring, workmanlike match before Lola Vice entered. Then way more urgent and suspenseful and exciting, and then the work kind of fell off when it was the triple threat. So you could say you got everything you wanted and more, or you could say there was no good version of this at all. Depends uh, if your glass is half full or half empty. Mm. Mine is typically half full, but um, I thought this was rubbish. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, this wasn't like a bad match. It was two. The stuff before Lola Vice... It was just still there, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, Roxanne Perez is better. Like, lots better than everybody else. And the stuff she does feels more locked in, feels less performed. And that's... I don't, I like, arguably, like, all of that was there before she even arrived at the performance center. But I don't feel like I've seen... I said this on another podcast. I don't think I've seen much growth from her because there wasn't much needed. The stuff she had was valuable enough to have her just go straight up. This was pretty poor all around, I thought. I think she's regressed, personally. The, the she's stagnated, at least, Roxanne mm, Perez. The cash-in is... It's so easy to get right that it's almost annoying when they, they get it wrong. Yeah, you so can't, like, you just cannot make wrestlers that stupid. Damien she's just behind the ears, and she's lost the the uh, counsel of an experienced veteran like Electra Lopez. That is a fantastic beat in the story that I hadn't considered. There you go. What's this? Like, I was suggesting that, to your point, like, you, you can't at this point have somebody with a money in the bank adjacent opportunity blow it in any circumstances, because you would just make it as easy as possible. And then Wilborn has reminded me, of course, that Lola Vice, up till, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Had a, a BFF, and now she's got nothing. She's got no guidance, she's got no counsel, and she's going to have to do it on her own, and she's made her first mistake on the long road See? ahead. We'll make mistakes. Yeah, you know? that's, you're right. Turns out the it's defeat... a life lesson. The defeat was uh, LTST, in fact. <laughs> oh, rather than out. Come yeah. on. At least they've earned that. Uh, Roxanne Perez jumped Lola Vice later on as well, so that'll feed into our preview uh, tomorrow. Will, um, this, will this be the week she turns heel? <laughs> like, God, will, or will she get called up? Or, 52 or weeks will I in, just quit on the spot? 52 weeks in a row. She's going to be told she's, she's she's gone completely out of line by attacking her. She has to go to anger management classes, and that is going to be... Oh, my God. Mariana Grace is going to accompany her. Oh, my God. Stick with me, guys. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, NXT, NXT. I, do, I do like the idea of the anger management classes, actually. It's got me there. Uh, NXT North American Championship match next. Over Femery. I didn't. I forgot as well. Over Femery. I forgot that uh, they pointed out on commentary. He's, he had like <laughs> he won the title in his fifth match. Yeah. Wild. Uh, Dragon Lee, obviously, bumped like crazy for him. Um, I, re- I Fun little match, this. A, a touch too long for my taste and what they're in doing there with Obafemi. In there too long. But there was a spot. Oh, my God. The Hurricane Rana. The Hurricane yeah. Rana, my God. The, the confidence that Obafemi must have. Uh, like, obviously, wrestlers are amazing. Dragon Lee must have been able to shift his weight a certain way to help him. But, geez, of all the things to be like, yeah, I'm strong enough, to attempt that, oh, my God. Like, to have to stop someone's momentum mm. midair. Like, I almost, like, it didn't matter that they kind of stumbled a bit. You still got that kick-ass, like, slap spot afterwards. Like, I almost wish they'd seen it through and it was followed up with, like, a running powerbomb into the post or something. <laughs> but the catch itself. Like, one of them per match out of Obafemi, yes. you're good to go. Yeah, you're just a real star. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, many people you'd be like, all right, you cashed in the first time, but you kind of got a bit opportunistic. When the, lay, the, the playing field's level, you'll do him. But Obafemi against Dragon Lee, um, you will definitely put your money on him. He's just dominant. He dominates, doesn't he? 
He doesn't need sells 50-50. But this is a good version of the kind of match you probably should be doing with a guy at this early stage in his career. You could probably say precocious. He's he's not like that lumbering knacker who just cannot sell at all. He can throw himself into those runners and everything like he's a dynamic super athlete. Um, probably did go a shade too long. It did veer on Nautna something, like what we're doing here. Is it an annihilation? Is it a classic match? A back and forth? What are we doing here? I couldn't get the aim. But for the wrong story they should be telling, I thought they did a really good job. And um, the only thing that I couldn't get past was this crowd, mainly other than Trick. It just, it was like Thunderdome atmosphere. This got very little heat. Did you see the return in the front row of the long-haired guy and the lady that would sit with him from the old NXT takeovers that we said, oh, where have they been for years? Hot for that, yeah. Suddenly back. Ah, Oberfemi, the thing is, wrestlers like him, when there's lots of different ways that wrestlers can be on the come-up. I liked him uh, doing workout with Gerda before this, by the way, as well. Like, super strong or... the easiest, Do the actions, guys. The, the easiest wrestler to get over when they're already on the come-up are the ones that are just beating people's ass. Mm. Beat like, people's ass. It's so, like it's always such, kicking it's assholes. Always, ass. always kicking assholes' asses. I just think... Don't, don't it now. You can't have cried in wrestler's court. <laughs> you stupid bitch. I'm the undertaker and a dick. A crate of beers is a price you're going to pay. <laughs> so I hate the undertaker so much. Yeah, he sucks ass. Um, I'm sure when he the next time there's a Tuesday night war, Oberfemi will be the next guy he endorses yeah, yeah. by power bombing him <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. like. Hey, can you let me tombstone that? <laughs> we'll help you. I'll do it on a bill. <laughs> protect you because I protect the business. Then <laughs> Oberfemi steps in, yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. business and spears him. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you broke all my. F- Bones. <laughs> Jesus Speaking Christ. of which, I respect that. <laughs> oh, you done it now. The ET said the other day, the streak was a shoe. <laughs> I guess it was. Kane, get my oxygen mask. No. Jesus no. No. No masks. No masks. <laughs> Can I enter it? Should we get to the main event? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Trick Williams versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship. Everyone is obviously going to be talking about the immediate aftermath of uh, what happened after the match. But, I mean, they got bloodied up within, like, the first two minutes. Sure did. (laughs) I just thought it was sensational. I keep thinking you can do the recap. (laughs) I'll I'll talk about what I liked about it. What I didn't. uh, What I didn't like about it, very little. I really don't want to be this guy because I do think Trick Williams really sort of did a great job in this match. But if you contrast his performance in the opener to his main event, oh my God, Ilya Dragunov's incredible. Yes. Mm. He's absolutely unbelievable. I'm not saying Trick didn't, uh, to use WWE parlance, level up. He himself was excellent. I think he nailed the emotion of it. The pacing, he knew when to fire up. His 2.999 kickouts, oh. like Masters. Rarely get it as good as that. Kids are all saying aura at the moment. He's an aura guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, but I just thought, not just aura and intangibles and this inherent star power that he has. I think he did the spaces between moves better than I've ever seen it. But in terms of the actual execution, which, inter- which 
it's often lacking in his game, and it gives. This is why I've been saying, uh, Wilbur, I've never told you that um, Trick Williams should go to the LA Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> but my God, it turns out the trick is no pun intended, because I say that kind of wordplay. It's mm. a reserve of arsenals, preserve of arsenals. Is that if you are in there and you are a champion? And you are Ilya Dragunov, and of course you have a style that's <laughs> very entertaining. <laughs> Your job as champion is to elevate literally everyone you work with to your level or attempt to do that. It's a good idea to just, it's like you was headbutting those kicks, that trick mm. does that can sometimes miss by miles, just to start headbutting the side of his thigh or his knee mm. just to make sure they connected and didn't get air or anything. Or Dragunov's timing and positioning in this match was supernatural. Some of the acting on the outside between Trick and Mello was very WWE. Very, very WWE. And I was a little bit removed from the action as a result. But my God, in terms of the near falls, the drama the comeback, the reaction they sought. This was hot as balls. Mm. I was really on the hook for this. Like, really on the hook. Um, People getting pissed off with the referee. Yeah. Yeah, there was all that. Basically, there was some referee stuff. If you haven't watched it, um, like, there was a ref bump, and then he didn't know whether it was... It was left ambiguous as to whether or not it was actually... Carmelo Hayes' intention. Mello, Mello swung for Ilya when they were on the outside, Mello, and Ilya ducked. And this, the swing was so powerful, it faced Carmelo the other way, and he got pushed and went into Trick's knee, and you thought that was going to be, his knee was going to give yeah. out or something, but he fought through that. So they did a decent job, I guess, even though obviously there was going to be a turn. Um, but they did a decent job of keeping it ambiguous, mm. and is he going to mess it up, and is he happy that Trick's got the advantage, or is he faking it? It was a moment earlier on in the show, yeah, when, when Trick was like, you've done that for me, you've proven it to me. I know I've been saying I want to go out on my own. I need you by my side. I was, li- I was literally watching it going, oh, no, what are you doing? <laughs> I was encouraged by this because it's a shame Trick Williams cannot wrestle Ilya Dragunov every week. Because mm. if you could wrestle a Dragunov or someone the caliber of Dragunov every week, would be off to the races with your WrestleMania headliner-elect. That's how over he is. That's how entertaining he is. The opener reinforced that. He can't wrestle Dragunov every week, sadly. But in terms of his facials, his timing, his ability to pace a match and do a lot of selling, this was the most complete Trick Williams performance yet. And I don't think it was entirely as a result of his opponent, even though Dragunov's magic. Yeah, a bit lower on the match. You know what's funny, though? You, I think you're forgetting that. It's not about great matches, Hamlet. It's no. about like stars and being over and getting crowd reactions. <laughs> he didn't lean back on the chair. Which is all I really liked about it. Like, you know what spot Mellow's? Not one. I'll, yeah. Gear. Uh, yeah, Gear was good. Um, Which was just in case people were unaware. Oh, Mellow was dressed like Shawn Michaels when he turned on Marty Jannetty. Loose open black leather jacket and a black baggy oh, pants. Yeah. Deal. And it's like, I love that for the, like the most, I would compare my excitement levels of watching this match to the same as why I was the only person that had anything nice to say about um, MJF versus Jay White from Full Gear. Because I'm quite interested in when the person on the floor is going to turn. Mm. The match is just sort of, uh, it's just sort of like happening a bit. I didn't think it was Trick's best. I loved how over he was. No, that does. Oh, he's, he's, I, I mean, bite on the near fall. on the near fall when he hit, nailed yeah. Dragunov with the like. It means great near fall. Yeah, like, and Trick Williams, of course, does in fact have Rez Mateus out Um <laughs> And maybe it's a credit uh, how good Dragunov was at the dark art stuff that I sort of thought. I'm not really interested in you tonight. 
Like, I'm watching those two. I'm watching the turn. <laughs> Fair play to him, you know, for, like, giving as much as he gave to try and get Trick over. But I wasn't that wowed by his... Not his offense, just his act. That's what he does. Like, of course he gives that The fact every he got time a he bloody wrestles. nose, two minutes in, I was like, here we go. Yeah, that's a bit like... Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> Hardest one in school, eh? Like, it's it's a little bit of that, like, exhaustion I'm feeling with John Moxley. I kind of get sometimes a dragon. I'm just like, yep, yeah. you're next. Like, thank God that there's something funny about you, otherwise we'd hire you in a gallus somewhere. Like, but Trick, to watch Trick and Mello play this out was great. So to get the post-match we got was terrific. Really, like really well, like, a really, really well done, very, very obvious thing. Yes, but just a quick word on the finish, by the way, where they both set up in either corner, and he's going for the flying knee, and he's yeah. going for the torpedo Moscow. I thought that was... A, I love that ending. A great, great, great finish, with the idea being that Trick Williams could not have come any closer without winning because it just happened to be the person who hit the finish in stereo landed on top of the other one. Mm. Like, the prop, one of the better so-close-yet-so-far finishes that I can recall in recent memory... Um, the turn was really well done. I know why they've done it in this way because you've got yourself two very easy matches at um, Stand and Deliver. Because oh, yeah, yeah. you've got the Dragon Off title match, whatever that might be, and then you've got the biggest grudge match in NXT 2.0 history, mm. realistically. Mm-hmm. It's weird to talk about it in yeah. those terms. Um, but at the same time, like, especially when you've got the whole Cody stuff and tune into the SmackDown review because mm-hmm. I'm on it and I'm going to spoil the party. <laughs> this little world they've been building around SmackDown, it ends tonight. Um, it's back on Friday. <laughs> surely you strap up a guy who's that over. Yeah. It's only the NXT title. Like, give the fans what they want for once. It's a, For NXT, it's sort of, with the finish especially, they did do quite a good job of establishing... Wins and losses matter. Then mm. that was this sort of book, and it was like he gave his absolute best and lost. That was the very that finish sort of illustrated that the trick. Gave it is, but it's a lot of heel champions in WWE who have those titles for ages. Yeah, I suppose Dragonoff. Now it only takes a heel. It only takes a heel, heel girl <laughs> to say that he never sees his family, and then or whatever Baron Corbin was doing, you know, a few months ago. I yeah, I don't really want him as chat. I think I want him on the main roster. Dragonoff. I think I'm a bit. Tired of the act in this little NXT world. I think there's people are more so interested. It's going to get much in. better on. Oh, no, but I don't, Yeah, it's like you can just. You can work with better guys. Yeah. Aye, there's more matches I want to see out of Dragonoff. Up there. Up there. Up there. Going on NXT. Yeah. I see Dragonoff versus Gunther again. Yeah. It's always a great time with actually people being there this time. It was the empty. Yeah, the BT Sports Studio. They did in another one as well. A little company called uh, WXW. Never heard of it. Move on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute disdain. I was going to say, we very nearly had it in WCPW. more violent and heated match. We very nearly had it in WCPW. And then, but just WWE, I'll take all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the betrayal, we have to mention. So, yeah, Trick Williams, like you say, so close yet so far. Uh, Dragunov celebrates, he leaves. Mello ha- helps Trick to his feet. They do the gimmick of the, what's it called, the signature in the bottom yeah. corner. Uh, and... I mean, initially it looked like it was going to be a shot-for-shot remake just in the ring of Champa and Gargano because he's got his arm around it. Hey, you really tried hard, you did. And then they just do the usual thing of, which is going to happen either when someone's going to do a betrayal or tease a betrayal, which is, you walk out of the ring first. And Trick starts to leave. Mello hangs back, chop blocks the already injured leg that we'd seen earlier on, and then he just wailed on him with a chair. Fantastic dread in the building as Carmelo Hayes stood behind Trick. 
I was like, proper, oh, oh no. Nah, I think like, everyone in the crowd collectively was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I did the uh, Shield uh, audience guy. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm done. No, not quite. Yeah, I realized as I was doing that. Super convincing beatdown as well. Yeah. Really, really like this. Zayas. For the. Kick to Zayas. Kick to Zayas. For the fact that obviously this was all part of a whodunit and all the rest of it. And it was. I don't know. It was just quite refreshing to see them. And what was uh, Trip Moon's attack with backstage all those many moons ago? Was it a chair? It was a chair. Yeah. It was a steel chair. So, yeah. It's uh, like a more satisfying payoff than I was expecting for when this turn actually happened because they'd telegraphed it to such an extent. So, sort of over delivered a little bit, actually, the turn did. Some good broken. Mm hmm. This booking exists to make Trick Williams a superstar. Yeah. That's good booking. I think I genuinely prefer prefer this betrayal over Cole MJF. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Devil storyline sucked. I'm sorry. It did. <laughs> it gives me no pleasure to say that, but it did. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes is the utility him as well. <laughs> right there. You're just sort of watching this guy. I am him. Who puts over other people because that's clearly his role and there's nothing wrong in mm. that. But I think they've found his spot as well. Uh, before we conclude, it's time to play the game! Time to play the game! What one word did Carmelo Hayes say Him. in a WWE.com exclusive? And they were like, what the bloody hell have you just done? Whoop. Oh, so close. Trick. No, no, you just expand it a little bit. Well, it's one word. So how the hell you meant it? Whoop. Uh, whooper. No. It's a whip. Um, that? No. Whoop ass. No. It's one word. Past tense. Whooped. 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 I won, so I get a trophy. <laughs> he gets a point. He gets a point. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to the silliness tomorrow. I promise. But this yes, was, please. Uh, <laughs> this has been the NXT get this product out the ring. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll, I've got so much to look forward to for the preview tomorrow, though. And uh, Fallout is it? Well, obviously. <laughs> I've used my Kazuchika Okada line already now. No, he's that again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what next Kazuchika Okada? You don't know it's him. Well, you've already used your Kazuchika Okada. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's, oh, it's, my God. It's infectious. It's, uh, right. Let us know your thoughts on NXT Vegas Day. On uh, X at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, the Raw Review uh, preview is available right now with us talking all about the, well, fallout from SmackDown, which we are just about to review now live on YouTube. That'll be out as a podcast a little bit later on today, as well as the Collision Review, of course. Uh, but for now, this has been the Vengeance. Day review. My thanks to Hamlet Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.